Hey everyone, welcome back to Perpetually Dissatisfied, where we talk about things that piss us off. Um, it is your host, Adam, and I have Mary and Nicole back here yet again to discuss another amazing topic that um, we all struggle with. And that is... Dun, dun, dun. Being an adult. Adulting. Adulting. <laughs> Yes, adulting. Adult. So why, so why are we annoyed with adulting? I'm the oldest one too. Oh. What makes us mad about adulting? Uh, work. Don't like that. You don't like work. <laughs> no, I. Do she does not, not like working for her money. No, I do. <laughs> she doesn't work hard for her money. <laughs> don't like working for your money. So a lot of the things that is irritating specifically about adulting is the fact that you got to pay bills. You have to be an adult, clearly. Um, you know, you go to school or if you don't go to school, specific jobs require you to do something stupid and unnecessary to kind of pick you apart from what they want to be true for their companies. Mm-hmm. Um, relationships and roommates. That's one thing that is frustrating. And, you know sometimes working jobs with people that you're close with yes like us we've worked all together yes before um so i'll start off by saying what i've really hated about adulting um is is the job hunting aspect i think one of the things that's so annoying about jobs is that they require you to have like a doctorate degree and pay you below minimum wage um, and then, like, you need to support yourself, and then they make you do stupid things like, we're going to make you record yourself interviewing for this position, and then you have to send it, and we have to evaluate it. So, like, video interviews, or making you submit your resume to then write down the same information over and over. on the next oh, yeah. section. Like an applicate, <laughs> but on the actual application. Right. Um, and just, like, having to be respectful and responsible Especially when so many companies these days like are super disrespectful and don't take in consideration the people that apply. Mm-hmm. So they like won't respond to you, or if you send follow up emails, they'll be like bloop, like don't care. Um, yeah. Or they follow up with you like way later when you already found another job that was you know courteous enough to even. Oh my god! Give yes. you the chance, like. <laughs> you know, I applied for a job in the summer, and I like send three follow-up emails to this organization and then i just got an email this week that the position has been filled what i mean and they never responded let me be clear they never responded well that's the thing then what's the point of even sending you it's just like hey dickhead (laughs) just to let you know i know that you tried and i know that you remember this but we're just gonna engrave it in your head right Like like we know that you applied in june uh, but JK, we just wanted to make sure you knew yeah. you didn't get the job. Yeah, remember I, us. I mean, think about it though. Like, if if you're asking for a reply and then they reply late, like at least they're replying at all. Because there's jobs that I'm sure that all of us have applied to that never contact you. Oh yeah. So at least it's, I mean, like the saying, better like never. At least they're replying and <laughs> acknowledging that they saw an email or saw something or even if they didn't see anything at least they're acknowledging that you applied for something this specific company didn't send me a follow-up email it was through their like application 
Oh, so all, it was like literally, one of those like auto like right. a copy and paste. This, no, no, it wasn't even that. It was like, hello, the position of insert position yep, yep. has been filled. Like what all their HR would do just to send it out to X amount of people, not yeah. even knowing names, just Everyone copy and paste of that. Yeah. yeah. Now I have in the past applied for specific jobs, and the one thing that I've absolutely hated is that they'll send me like a rejection and I want to know what's wrong. Like what what, what could can I you improve? Right. Like yeah. what could have I done better? And almost always there's been circumstances where they literally just ignore the entire thing and just don't respond. Or if they do they give you some side bullshit that's like not even accurate. Mm-hmm. Um which is in case that they're not listening. But that's my biggest issue with adulting. Um specifically like the fact that like the job world is, is not as easy as it seems. I mean, in my profession, considering being a teacher, like, it's super hard to get districts to even respond to you. And if you want to, like, work for a place that's somewhat sane, like, they don't even get back to you. Like, the, the whole system is fucked. So what are your qualms and frustrations with adulting? Um, definitely school factor, too, and how society wants to view the new generation so to speak um with i guess people saying that we're not i guess so called uh, what's the word that i'm looking for like really pushed into doing stuff does that make sense driven yeah yeah Like, we're not driven or we are driven? Like, that we're not driven. Like, they think that we're lazy and that we just don't want to do all these things, but there's actually certain aspects that actually take a key role in actually trying to do what you want to do. Yeah. Um, Like, money factor, especially with school. Um, And even after that, like, you could get a degree in whatever it may be. Like, you put all your time, effort, and money into all of it Mm -hmm. just to get shot down by all these other jobs that want more from you. Um, Also, even in that aspect, like, you could go for all these high-paying jobs that aren't what they used to be anymore, as Mm -hmm. in, like... For example, like the pay. Um, you could go into school for, I don't, in a sense, like, okay, let's put it this way, like, um, being a pharmacist, like, you go to school now, like, since there's so many people going into school for pharmacy, um, actually getting in, like, yeah, they're going to hire a lot more graduates, but you're not going to get paid the hourly rate that you actually should be getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my opinion, I just think that that's unfair, especially for the generation that they're actually striving to, quote-unquote, push themselves more um, in return just to get less. So that's honestly what irritates me. I think, like, piggybacking off of that, too, like, even with older generations, because I have seen it, you see these people that have worked their entire lives and then they try to re-enter the workforce for a little bit of extra money mm-hmm. and they're trying to get paid what they used to get paid and it's just not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, like, going off of what you're saying, um, like, my... I'm 
trying to think of how to like put this. Like say that there's a RN, she used to be an RN, emergency nurse, and she took a little leave and she hasn't worked, she was a stay-at-home mom. She tries to re-enter the workforce and they want to pay her jack shit because she hasn't done that in so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She kept up with her certification. She made sure that she was still certified. Yep. Um, but they want to pay her something that they're paying a graduate because the thing is with graduates is they know that you're going to work for that money because you just went to school for four years. Right. And you and, get like loans and everything like mm-hmm. that, tuition. You have, you have shit to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, even people that I've known um, in the past have gone to school and then came out of school and been like, what am I supposed to do? I can't find a job. Mm-hmm. And I just spent X amount of years here, X amount of years here, X amount of years here, and they don't, they can't find anything. So they end up working retail jobs just to pay their student loans because they're no longer in school. Mm-hmm. Or they go back to school to make sure that their loans stop while they're in school um, or they continue having money to be able to pay their bills because they can't find a job in what they just spent six years going to school for. Um, and like it, it hasn't happened to me because I didn't complete school. Um, but at the same time, like I see it happen over and over and over again, even for like positions that I've looked for in the past, it's like, Entry level, bachelor's degree, sales, but they're saying it's entry level, Mm -hmm. but they want like you to be in the workforce for 10 years and hold all of these certifications. And you're like, how is that supposed to happen? Mm -hmm. Or maybe say you went to school and you were supposed to do an internship, something, something fell through. You didn't complete your internship or something, what, however, whatever it's supposed to be, or you had something lined up for after you graduated college, after your internship and that job falls through. What the hell are you supposed to do? Like that was your, your option and you're in to Mm -hmm. get some experience. So you end up going to these shitty paying jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I just feel like everything nowadays is so, I I guess it's cliche to say, but everyone, no matter what career you're in, is overworked and underpaid. Yes. Especially with how society is now, too. Well, I mean, we're like an internship society, too, in most cases. Mm -hmm. Like, think about it. Like, I know tons of individuals who... You know, they may have, you know, left their prior job to go back to school to then, like, be required to do, like, an internship for a year with no pay. And the expectation is that, like, you know, you have enough money to do it, which is, like, again, super classist. But, like, for instance, when I was going to Loyola, one of the things is, like, while you're still in school, in most cases, what was normal was that you would do a semester of student teaching. Loyola wanted to push that even further and you had to do a year of student teaching. And like, it's basically an internship and basically something that claims that you did your specific hours before you actually jumped in the classroom and and became a teacher full time. And so it like opened the door for so like so much bullshit of like people being like, I can't not work. Like you have to be at a school all day and you know, do that. Or you're an intern for something entry level, right? And they still pay you shit even if they offer you the position. Like, the fact is, 
America is built on this idea of like free work needs to happen. And the only time you'll ever get the experiences is if you do it for free, mm-hmm. which again is another part of adulting that's like bullshit. Which is a lot of internships now too. Like right. they'll rather just pay you for free than, you know, pay you all. Like, mm-hmm. Well, because they're, they're going to have you do all the work mm-hmm. and nothing's coming out of the company. Right. You're, you're inputting everything that you have to make sure that you do your best at it mm-hmm. and they're not giving anything right in turn even if they uh end up hiring you like and that's an if they know that they can pay your shit yeah, exactly like yeah if someone can do better that's great but like they're mainly looking for like graduates fresh out of school because it's like they know that they could pay less and they can't you know it's not like they have any say in it. it's like you don't really have experience like yeah you had like an internship like whatever and you went to school that's great but you don't have any like actual job experience in mm-hmm. the field that you were in yep so I feel like everything's just way too overpopulated for, um, I guess, like people to get entirely what they're looking for, even if you're trying. Because I know even with online schools now, too, like there's people that are going out of the field of whatever they were in before and starting up again, doing something that they actually want to do. And a lot of times, like you can't even pursue it because they reject even taking you in, even if you have a bachelor's degree, like PhD, like whatever it is. So. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. <laughs> every single time, every single time, every single time. <laughs> it's just, just like staring and I'm yeah. I swear I'm listening. So is I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, word vomit again, so. No, no, I mean, you're, you're right. And I think like there's just so many aspects of adulting that's super frustrating, right? Like aside from just that, yeah. like for instance, I had tons of roommates in my time of, like, living um, as an adult, I guess. And so, like, I've had, I've had some crazy experiences with roommates. I think, I've, like, out of all of them, I've only had two that have been really, really good. Both of them have been women. Um, you know, I, I had one roommate who was, like, crazy as fuck and, like, got really... Uh, high one day and like thought a ghost had touched him and so yeah i've yeah very very uncomfortable situation to live in um but you know it it, there's been multiple cases where you know living with adults or others is even 10 times harder because now you got to pay your bills and now you have to work and now you have to deal with like who's paying what and like what damage has been done um, so I don't know if you guys can, can speak to that. Well, if you're like, especially if you're lucky enough to, um, grow up in a house, it, like whatever it is, like parents mm-hmm. wise, um, if they're willing to actually just pay for the bills for you until you could pick yourself up and get yourself going again. Like, I think that that's more fortunate than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, even like there are certain cases though, where it's just like, it's harder for people to get started back up again. Um, even if your parents do take on all the bills whatever it may be i just think it's like society as well and um how your upbringing is so yeah um but yeah (laughs) um i would like i don't know like generational factors too with like a lot of the older generation or what people are calling it boomers you know what I mean? Calling them, not it. Sorry. It's it's so... I don't know. I, 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 
Okay, boomer. I don't follow any of these, like, terms anymore. No, I don't either. There's too many. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I started seeing, you know, when you're, like, surfing on YouTube and stuff like that. It's just like, oh, read the comments. It's just like, people are just trolling and calling them boomers. I'm like... (laughs) Okay. That's how you get old. Even though there's a <laughs> Supreme Court case about that. Are you serious? That the gener- that's the generation right after World War Two, though. Isn't yeah, it? It, it's uh, yeah. 1940, 19, no. 19, It's like 1940. Yeah, yeah late 19. The, I think maybe late, even 1950s. Yeah, yeah. It's like 40s to where it's even late 30s to like 50s. I think it's it stops in the that. 80s. I don't know. It doesn't stop. And, oh my god! No, yeah, you're does. crazy. It no, stops. no, because there's Generation Y. So, oh, sorry, baby boomers are from 1946 to 1964. Yeah, my mom's a boomer, baby boomer. No. Yes. Oh my god, no, no. I think that's wrong, actually. No. There's no. There's. Oh my god. There's so many different. I am ones. telling you. So then there's Generation X, which is 1961 to 1980. But what you just said, you ended on 64. See, now it starts at 61, and that's Generation <laughs> X. I told Jennifer, you that those are. <laughs> my apologies, baby boomers. 1944 to 1964, Gen X. 1965 to 1979. No, now you're just reading. No. Millennials, which I agree with, is 1980 to 1994. And then the newer generation, which is the one that I deal with, is Z. 1995 to 2000. That one's very wrong. I honestly think that that one's wrong. Because Baby Boomers is like our our grandparents' generation. Mm. Baby Boomers is my my mom. My mom's generation. My mom's generation, too. basically the generation before... The, the people that were in World War Two, once World War Two was over, it's basically all the babies that came from that. It was a baby boom. That's why there's overpopulation. So what was what was the years again then? The baby boomers are from nineteen ninety five to nineteen ninety six. No, oh, sorry, baby 19, boomers. <laughs> nineteen nineteen forty five to nineteen sixty. I don't it, think that that's right. I think you're wrong. No. So okay. No, I don't think that that's. <laughs> We're right. not no. gonna argue about what's I on the internet. I don't think that that's right. My mom's not a boomer. And she was sixty three. She's Your mom boomer. is a boomer. No, she's Gen Y. It literally no Gen Y is 1977. Um, sorry, millennials or Gen Y would be under 1977 to 1995, which I don't think that's correct. No, actually. see, that's what it I'm telling you. All somewhere. these are messed up. Yeah, it does. No, split. baby, my mom is a baby boomer. No, I thought that. No, it says 1946 to 1964. That is the general. That is right there. It is literally. I'm looking at the internet. Okay, nobody wants That's to listen Wikipedia. to us argue about Wikipedia when, is no, still when. credible. It's not credible at all. These are people that, if anything, that's me and you going back and forth, copying, pasting. Like, My apologies. And Let me look up uh, the Washington Post. Maybe that will be better for so, you. Because millennials me, ends at ninety six. I can tell a story. Or ninety six or ninety seven. Yes, tell your story. While I prove that so, she's wrong. This this kid at work was swearing at this other kid and mind mind you i'm t- i'm talking about a seventh grader Sounds about right. and he was saying fuck he's saying fuck you to someone and i go to talk to him and um his mom was right there and i was like were you swearing at those other kids over there and he's like yeah everyone in seventh grade knows the word fuck and i was like 
in seventh grade, I had no idea what that word was. People used to make fun of my Nike shirts because it said, just do it on it. That's like at the level I was at in seventh grade. I wasn't swearing in seventh grade. I, I wasn't swear words but I knew of till swear. high school. Yeah. I knew what they were, but I wouldn't say them. I knew they were bad. Mm. These kids just run off at the mouth. Yeah. I feel like I was pretty provocative. Like, like so terrible. In seventh grade. That's because of our generation though. Because we ended up having kids and the younger parents don't know how to actually take care of their kids. That's a whole Not all topic. of them. But I do think... It was kids having kids, is what you're right, saying. Yeah. yeah. And I agree with that. I mean, there's some, there's some parents that are amazing parents that are young. But I think that that's naturally like an instinct that they mm-hmm. have. And then there's parents who, who have kids that may have had them too early where they're like... I don't. Oh fuck! I don't know. I don't do. know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Or they didn't have that support <clears throat> from their own parents. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of kids nowadays. I don't say kids, but like like twenties, twenties, upper teens, twenties, thirties, whatever. They can rely on their parents for like babysitting and watching their kid when they go out of town. And I feel like some of those people have more of a support system to be able to teach their kids right. Versus people that may be single parents that have their kids at daycare because they have no other choice. Mm-hmm. They don't have as much time that they're spending because they're trying to support their kids. So, like, I don't know. I just thought it was crazy. Like, I didn't know that stuff in seventh. Like, I didn't say that stuff in seventh grade. You're what? Like, 12? Okay. That's not. Rest- that's not. <laughs> The results are in. That's Mary, so not. You no, can't. you're clicking on different images okay. to prove your point Adam. right. I'm telling you, Mary. Adam, I'm wrong. literally k- clicking on the same correct Mary, one. Mary, why don't you all, search it then? I'm telling you. They oh, all I will. say. I will. You know what? No, yeah, I will search it. <laughs> I am looking it up right now. My mom is a baby boomer. I don't no, care. My mom is considered a boomer too. Mary just wants to be right, but she's gonna be sorely mistaken. All right, if you end up getting this correct. And it does fall into your lead. Buy I will buy cream. you dinner. If not, then you buy Nicole and I dinner. Get ready. Because that's true, baby. Get boomer ready. fashion. <laughs> All right. So if this is wrong, which I am 96. This is millennials. Yes. 1980. We're not talking about millennials. This, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. But this would affect what you just said. So 81 by to 96. Years. 81, yes, but... Two years. So why are you arguing two years? What I'm saying, my mom is not a boomer. That's what I'm trying to tell you. 63, you said that yours is... uh, This one says 64. Yes, that's when it ended, right? That's So by two years, my mom's not a boomer. Easily not a boomer. What year was she born again? 63. So she's a boomer. She's not a boomer. She's on the cusp of being a boomer. Or ending This is like Zodiac signs now. Yeah. (laughs) Why are we arguing? Okay, anyway. This is so dumb! The point that I'm getting is Mary's wrong. And the fact is we are dealing with a different generation and how they deal with certain things, but we're also dealing with the repercussions of the past. Like, think about it. Internships. Those are things from your mom's generation. Housing market. <laughs> the housing market, it just keeps getting worse. I, I think, like, you know, they keep asking the same stupid-ass question, right? Like, why aren't millennials buying houses? Because we're poor. We don't have the money there's increasing rent costs. The minimum wage is changing. The pricing of food is changing. Normal. Well, that's wa- just inflation in general. That is inflation, but that deals 
with... The inflation is higher, way right. higher than it used to be. Right. And like... Don't look me up and down. My mom's a boomer. Just saying. My mom's oh, a boomer too. 1960. 1960. My mom's a boomer. My mom was born in 1954. Okay, she's a boomer. <laughs> she's a boomer. So technically... We are correct. Thank you for buying us. No, 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 no. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Why are we arguing? I mean. Because Mary wants to. This is on. part of adulting. I'm adulted. looking this up because you guys are. This is ridiculous. I'm literally looking at it right here <laughs> through this website. I'm telling you that's not it. Anyways, as I'm going to continue on because Mary is wrong. What are other things that sucks about adulting? What you want? Um, I think... Something that we don't learn in school, they give us like uh, consumer ed or like we don't learn life skills. We learn how to fill out a checkbook. We learn how to balance a checkbook. We don't learn how to actually budget our finances correctly. Like just because you're budgeting a checkbook doesn't mean you know how to handle all of these other things that are coming in. And I feel like at least when I was in high school, which... Um, was quite a while ago. Um, it may have changed since then. Um, but I did not learn anything in that class that I didn't already know or that my mother didn't already teach me. Consumer ed? Yeah. My mom taught me all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was fortunate enough to have that. But what I was looking for was something more like, like, I'm going to be honest, I'm not the best person with money. Um, but I also don't have that much money to like... I guess frivolously spend. Yeah. Um, even if I were to save something, it would like per paycheck after bills, it wouldn't be any basically right. anything. Yeah. So, but that's something that I think needs to be taught in schools. And I think that people also like with the generation of technology and all of that other stuff that's up and coming more, mm-hmm. people don't know basic life skills. They don't. And part of that I mean, when I was in middle school, we had a consumer ed class and when we went to high school. But the reality is it, it has nothing to do with the changing and shifting of generation. It has a lot to do with like legislators and why we learn what we learn. So there's such a big push for like people to follow along with the Common Core standards. And on top of it, there's such a huge push for math and science because that's what they're... That, that's what they're claiming is the, the biggest trend, right? Getting people into... STEAM, STEM-focused positions, cybersecurity, coding, specifically for women. Um, Yeah, but you can do your job, but you may not know how to go home and cook yourself a meal. Right, and the problem is they they chose that route, right? That's what they deemed to be college career ready. Whereas when we were growing up, there was an infusion of, you know, science, all of it. Consumer ed, I think, is vital, right? And that's part of the reason we're seeing some of the issues today, right? Like, I I loved consumer ed in middle school, hated it in high school because we didn't learn things like how to pay bills. What you learned was, like, how do you find a car? And that was back when, like, Kelly Blue Book was still a thing. And that was, I think, the only thing I got out of it. Um, but I, I do think because of the shift in what kids are learning... Because of the shift in, you know, the age that people are having children, although they're saying the millennial age, our age, they're not having as many kids, 
Just because they can't afford to. I mean, who can right. really afford to have kids? But at the same like time, how are you supposed to plan plan out your life like uh, quote unquote like storybook would, or mm-hmm. the way that you wanted to, or the way you dreamed when you were a kid, when you can barely afford to take care of yourself? Well, and that's the problem is like you're seeing poor people specifically in locations that have lack of access to healthcare and all that other stuff have kids at early ages because one like when i when i taught in the south like sex ed was like a big no-no like our kids didn't even get consumer ed they had like maybe business focus class or study skills class but like sex ed was like a big no-no and it was like a two-week course in my district what? Yeah, like like twice in one week and twice in the other. And like some people were like vehemently against it because they were very religious. I would just like have a parade and like toss condoms from the back of the truck. Literally, like. they, they <laughs> like parents were very, very serious and we're conservative. Sex ed. Oh. And so sex and the lack of things like even that impact the ability that people can't figure out like, okay, maybe I need to not have a child. Right? Like at young kids, I have students right now who have kids. What? Yes. Not in middle school, but some of my high schoolers, some of them have had children, and that was their choice. Oh, I thought you were saying you're a middle schooler. I was like... But, I mean, don't get me I'm wrong. Sure, I'm sure it happens. Yes. But it's because there's lack of knowledge, when and I was, there's lack of teaching. Right. When I was teaching last year um, at that other school, I did have kids who had children in middle school. Oh, that's so sad. But that's but that's a whole different topic, right? Like that's the oversexualization of like young kids, um, and like what you see in in specific communities. But because of this lack of access to knowledge, because of this lack of like access to things like condoms or proper information, you send you tend mm-hmm. to see younger people having children, which then causes a cyclical issue of like people not being prepared to be an adult, right? Um, so Mary, you 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 finished uh, looking. So you tell me. Uh, so a lot of these are very off. Uh, one of them that to I what? Found. Like, what are you basing it on? Though? Yeah, so, but you, okay. You, yeah, like, that's what up. I need to know. I need to know what you know. No, no, you one. said that I couldn't use this. Hold one. on. Yeah, no, you I'm trying. To, I'm trying to prove a point here. Oh, you are okay. I, yeah. So this one actually says baby boomers are from 1946 to 1960. Then it says Gen X is 1961 to 1980. Gen Y is 1981 to 95, and then Gen Z is born after 95, which so is completely false. So I have a different one. Let me guess. This is the one that he said. No, this is a generational kinetics list. Hmm. What is this off? Um, I mean, I searched on Google and found it. Um, <laughs> it says 1946 to 1964 baby boomers. 1965 to 1960 or 76 generation x 77 to 1995 um is the millennials and gen y and then 96 to present is gen z i gen or centennials that's sounds like robots from x-men not correct that's mary what are you basing it off of though that's what i'm saying like what credibility do you have to say that those aren't the years because i've seen it before and I know this. Did you she see probably, it on the internet? She probably read yes. it everything on the internet. I, 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 have, I have read it. Part of adulting. 
Searching Google for any answer you need. How to bake a potato in the microwave. So I just, (laughs) I simply looked up Generation X and the dictionary says, it's a noun, right? The generation born after that of the baby boomers, roughly from the early 1960s to late 1970s. Typically perceived to be disaffected and directionless. So, so it said. So this is, so baby boomer, if we're doing definitions, Right. Are right. <laughs> it, it says right here. It says sixty-one. A to person born in the years following World War II, when there was temporary marked increase in the birth rate, and then it also says Pew Research, Pew Research Center defines baby boomers as being born between nineteen forty-six and nineteen sixty-four. This right here says period of nineteen sixty-one to nineteen eighty-one. Generation X. I'm talking about baby boomers. This is right here, but baby boomers. That would still collide with Generation X because they're right after. Can we find like an actual site? This says something? Pew Research. Mary just is a hater. I'm looking at Merriam Webster dictionary even, and it says right here 1946. To but 1964. I have the same thing from the history It says channel. researchers in popular media typically use birth years around 1965 to 1980 to define Generation Xers. Although some sources use birth years beginning as early as 1967. Is that Wikipedia? From 1977 to yes. She's, She's laughing. Wikipedia. <laughs> she just told me that I couldn't use... Ma'am, no, you're wrong. Cancel. You're canceled. Let's agree to disagree that the internet has multiple, you know, answers for the same thing. And you're wrong. And that we'll all buy our own dinner. Not wrong at all. Not wrong at all. Anyways, so now that Mary is wrong, she owes us dinner, Nicole. Um, But we're going to move away from that. We'll remind you later. That would make me a centennial then. (laughs) That doesn't even make sense. You're not a centennial. What year were you born? 96. You are, you're Gen Z. No. I'm a different generation than you. It ends, no, millennial ends at 96. Millennial ends at 95. 96. 95. 96. Other ones say 94. And you just said 94 when we did I did not say 94. Dude, rewind this. Can you play this? Yeah, we're going to have to play this I'm just saying, so are we part of all different generations? No. You and I are. You're just like, the the one that I agree with, which is... Blah, blah, blah. My bones are 30 years old. Mary, you're wrong and canceled. It is okay. So let the adults, the millennials, teach you a thing or two. No, that doesn't even make sense. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, there's no possible way. Not even possible. Honestly, I don't even categorize myself as millennials because I feel like like, the consensus of what a millennial is is not wanting to work hard. And, like, I've worked hard since the age of 15. That's like, the Like, I've had stigma. a job. That's yeah, the that's assigned, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I guess I don't identify myself as a millennial, even if my birth year goes into it. Because, I guess, like, growing up, I was taught the complete opposite of what a millennial, like, stereotypically is. Mm-hmm. Or what they appear to be. But this, like, whole stereotype or hatred towards millennials... by didn't even by, start going up until, like, way later. No, like, I wouldn't even say it's relatively new. Well, no, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, like, literally, it's just some... Like, the older generation is trying to find people to blame because the younger generation is super, like, you guys messed up the job market. Which is accurate. Like, 
there are facts that indicate the job market was fucked up because of the things that were introduced. One of which would be, I would argue, is Reaganomics, right? Yeah. Um, you know, this idea that you need to spend more, spend more, spend more has always been an issue in our, in mm-hmm. our country. But the issue is when you spend more, you become broke. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the issue that we have even in our generation of like mismanaging money because we didn't have classes that were like, this is how you that's what I mean. like, have like, financial literacy. However, when I was teaching in North Carolina, one of the classes was civics and economics. And you introduced personal financial literacy in there along with econ. Like, I wouldn't say we had consumer education. But that's like, newer, no, that's, though. Yeah. That's new but that's because t- 12 years ago when I was in high school. Well, in high school. But they, they had it you. when we were in high yeah, school. Yeah, they had consumer ed, and economics was actually an uh, extra credit class. That w- it was an option. It was consumer it was ed slash yeah. economics, because that's the one I took, but I didn't, like like I was saying before, I didn't learn anything new. It, no, it wasn't. It wasn't, like, actually financially, like, showing you... Yeah budget this do mm-hmm. this if you don't have this yeah. you know like it wasn't actually getting you ready for real life it was showing you in a workbook how you could work like like scenario based questions yeah. like yeah. how and to like, write checks and stuff mm-hmm. like that too. buying a car yeah like okay if you have this payment and you have this much money a month it should have gone way more into detail to be like this is this is what you have these are all the bills you have to pay mm-hmm now do this here, put this into savings here, put this here. You know what I mean? Like it didn't show you how to break it down and actually budget out everything. And see, that's what, that was the one thing that I made very like part of my mission was like, I needed to create specific lessons and there were materials, right? Cause North Carolina, when I taught <laughs> there, they, I wouldn't say their standards were shitty. I actually think that their standards were very clear and to the point, whereas like common core is a little bit off the wall, but they had things like that in there. And so I specifically created like lessons like, okay, so now that we learned about personal financial literacy, you need to now figure out how you're gonna pay for college. Figure out how you're gonna pay these bills if you have these specific situations. Um, and then we played like, I think I made like a project-based learning game of like the game of life. So each day they'd have to pay rent to me. And they had was to. Was it Monopoly money? Yeah, or were you I actually, like, I like actually called it cool. Mogolevsky. Banking. <laughs> I literally was printing my own money. This was like Mogolevsky money. Um, and so literally they had Did to. you put your face on it? No, I didn't. Oh, I, I should have. That. I would have been funny. Like, yeah. Yeah. We also used it for our, our um, positive behavior. That would have been really program. fun, actually. It was, but it started getting you know out of control when I was charging them for their seats. So I was like, you have to pay me rent every day to be in this class. And if you don't do your homework, you get you have to pay me money. You get fined? Yeah. Like a parking ticket? Yeah. Like and so, the wrong spot? And then I would give them like devastating issues. Basic capitalism. Like a car, <laughs> like a tree face. fell on your car and your insurance kicked you off now you owe this much money oh my God. like i was but that shit's real report though. to go you know what i mean <laughs> none of your kids have insurance they just have to go based on mogolevsky money always they're always. like but my teacher he gave me mogolevsky money is that like a u.s currency yes <laughs> it's like pretoria <laughs> make a triple a of your own yeah <laughs> make insurance we'll cards. get there in four hours <laughs> But those are important skills that kids need. And so I just think, like, as we reflect on, like, us being adults and the things that we missed out on and what we wish we did have, like, I just feel like we can't expect the education system to provide all that information. But 
we have learned specific lessons about how to spend money. Like, I will never in a million billion years ever get a credit card. Never. Ever again. Ever. I'm in luck because I don't have one. <laughs> I got, after I got done paying off mine in 2015, I cut it up and I said bye. But I had no choice but to use it. You know what I mean? So. Oh, because it helps you with a ton of other things. Like paying for my college books. Like renting things, like an apartment, all that other type of stuff. Yeah. Builds up credit. But I think you could easily do that. Well, and then that's another thing, too, with all these other places, starting up their own types of credit cards. And then have you having you enter in like your your social security number and all that other stuff. Not it's today, like, Satan. It's it, it's nuts. One time I did that at uh, Victoria's Secret. I have like, that card. Oh my god! This lady kept haggling me, and like she was not taking no for an answer. I'm like, fuck it. And then like I just drew a blank on my uh, social security number, and I was entering it in. And I was like, okay, crap. <laughs> like I entered it in wrong, and then I tried it again, and I entered it in wrong. They ended up calling Victoria's Secrets and then the lady like was like trying to hand me the phone and I'm like um what uh oh it's the social security office and I'm like um social they probably they probably tr- whatever social social you were using probably they got flagged yeah. or something electronically for you probably been given the wrong social security yeah no I, I typed in the wrong one I definitely typed in the wrong one and I and I called and they're just like um hi is this so and so and I'm like yeah it's like but at the same time when I was thinking about it, it's like how do you know my name because I didn't even give you it's the correct social exactly uh, it probably was fake. Or, I wouldn't be, su- like, I wouldn't be surprised if you have somebody right now using your identity. Oh, I think I do, but that's another topic. They haven't ruined my credit. I ruined my own credit. so. But you could use that as an excuse. I think someone <laughs> ha- is, is using my identity, but it hasn't affected me in any way. What are they going to do? Right. But, like, I, I, I fuck myself on my credit cards. And, like, it's, this, it's sadly the same behavior where it's, like... Like, for instance, when I turned 18, I got a credit card and I was like, oh, this will be so easy to pay back because when you're 18, if no, like my mom never used credit cards. Mm -hmm. She never used credit cards. She never took out loans. She never did anything like that. Like the condo that she bought was the first place that like actually had her name on it. So that was like her first credit, whatever. She Mm -hmm. never wanted to take out credit because she's like, if I can't afford it, why am I buying it? Mm -hmm. So... Like, growing up with that, I was like, this is a magic card. I can just swipe it whenever I want. There's already money loaded on it. Yeah. So, being a dumbass that I was, I maxed out a $500 credit card. But when I was 18, I was getting paid uh, $8.25 an hour. I was actually working two jobs out of high school. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let this slide. And I was like, I'm never going to do it again. Come around, I have a, a way higher paying job, and I think I'm invincible, and I take out more credit cards, and then I lose my job. And then what am I supposed to do with all those credit cards? Fold again. Like, I think there needs to be more taught on just finances in general. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm not good at saving money, I'm not good at saving money, but at right. least I had someone teach me how to if I end up turning it around, which now I have, I'm working on my credit, like I'm being smarter with it. But at the same time, like there's, 
now you can look on the internet and be like, blah, 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 blah. Should I get a credit card? How should I blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But like when I first turned 18, I never, I don't even think I had internet on my phone, to be honest with you. Did I? Maybe you gave me a phone with internet. I don't think I had internet, internet on my phone. Internet was really hard. I had a flip phone. I had a flip phone and it was slow as hell oh, and yeah. it didn't work and we didn't have a computer at home. That's what it was. So I, would, I couldn't just be like, hey, nerd wallet, can I go and uh, should I get this credit card? Hey, credit karma, should I get this credit card? Can you show me with my credit? Like no one's there right. telling me, hey, this is a smart financial decision for you. And nor do I have money to be like, hey, financial advisor, can I hire you to look at my finances that have nothing in them? <laughs> so, like, I feel like just more the main thing for me is, like, preparing the kids that are still in school to be financially responsible and be able to fix whatever crisis we're in yeah. and be able to move forward from that. Because we obviously can't fix anything in the past. Like, it needs to happen now so that it doesn't keep Probably going off to generations and generations yeah. yeah but that's the thing too it's like that's why all the pressure is like laid on us also and all these people are just like anticipating like us to be the screw-ups and it just to keep falling down like a domino effect um like you said with the nerd wallet too like uh, that one commercial like, it gets me every time where it's just like he's in the doctor's office and the guy goes can i afford to fight this and in my head i'm like holy crap because with all of these things that they're like asking questions like holy crap why didn't they have any commercials like this like before when i was still in high school so i could just like more so like learn about it even if they weren't teaching it in high school like i could probably like look up on it on my own mm -hmm. yeah. but like they're asking all these scary like questions where it's just like i'm at that point like i'm like eh, pretty fresh like out of it but like i'm at the point where it's just like i should know these things without mm -hmm. having to freak myself out and be like i don't know how to live in the real world and i don't know if i'm gonna make it <laughs> like and i think that that's more terrifying than anything but it's, it's also like, kicking yourself in the ass to do it yeah yeah and if you fail you fail you go home mm -hmm. yeah. at least you have that option but what if that option isn't there anymore you know what i mean because that option doesn't last forever other than that, it's like pretty much I find a box or, you know, whatever. It's on the side of the road. Let, you know, my hygiene get super bad and then let that take take its toll. You don't this, think about this? This is getting really Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's getting like really dark. But like, you ever think about that? Like, no. It's just like step by step. I don't know. I do. Because, I mean, if you have any type of, like, if you're basically scared i don't want to say to grow up but scared to be on your own without the support yeah. that you need and that's where i think it's like hey prepare people and maybe mm. they'll be like you know what i'm gonna light a fire under my own ass and mm. go do it if i fail hopefully i still have that support system when i get home and if i don't fail at least i'll have you know like i know how to make it yeah mm -hmm. versus being like 35 and living at home or, yeah. like, and I, I don't want to say that in a way that, like, if you are 35 and living at home, like, that's fine. But you also have to have a drive to be like, you know what, I want to actually start my life and I need to somehow get there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whether that's at your parents' house or without your parents, like, you need to start living your life 
by yourself. Right. And I think that that's another huge issue is that people identify themselves with their family so much and they're so scared to leave that we have people that are that old that don't know how to function in society yeah. because their parents are like, oh, you can live with me till till you die till mm-hmm. you die and my mom's like that too like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong my mom is an awesome person but if i hadn't moved out the first time i would probably be in that same scenario now mm-hmm. being 30 and being like i'm still living at home but it's okay to take precautions right like i don't think like my experience with roommates right living with other people at the end of the day, like, sometimes that shit's difficult and sometimes, like, it's just not a good match. And I, I don't know, I err on the side of, like, I'd rather save money, but it also depends on my, like, what makes me happy, right? So I moved out pretty quickly um, because, one, I wasn't going to live in a, in, a, in a place that just didn't feel like home like home or was comfortable. And so, like, I mean, you remember helping me move into my first apartment in the city, that was a shit show. Salvation Army, the most badass blue and black couch that I've ever seen. It converted into a bed. Yeah. It was amazing. It was. But the apartment itself Ooh. was gross and it ended up like getting bugs and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. So I had to throw I threw away that couch literally before I moved. Um so I mean at the end of the day, like you live and you learn. I don't know. I wish I had that safety net to fall back on, right? Like, mm-hmm. I wish I had more time to live at home, save up money. Um, and I have a lot of friends who, like, did, right? And bought, they have, like, their own house or their own apartment now because they decided to live with their parents right after college and saved for, like, two years or whatever. And that was a smart decision on their end. I have a question for you, though. Did their parents pay for them to go to school? Because that's a whole other thing. That, if they yeah. don't have student loans and they're not like over $100,000 in debt, yeah, they can afford to buy a house because yeah. their parents are still paying for everything. Yeah, that's also part of it. But I also think like it depends too, right? If you had a full ride. I had a friend who he had a full ride and then he went to grad school and on a full ride again. And like... Not, not everyone like... Can do that. Yeah. Right. And so it just... It depends on the circumstances, right? But I do know that there are individuals that you know own that debt because they went to school but live at home and you could still have that uh, like that debt or you owe money to your school or whatever and still be able to save enough depending on your job save enough to buy your own place or circumstance too Mm -hmm. like i just thought about like if if your family is very tight-knit and they're relying on you to pay bills Mm -hmm. or to take care of someone that's also understandable. I just feel like there's no way to be yourself and figure out who you are mm-hmm. unless you go on your own. Yeah, absolutely. And that's like the biggest self-discovery that I had. And I was like, I don't like this. I want to go home. Like I lived with two other people that were my friends and it was like, it was fun at first, but after a while I was just like, this is not working out. Yeah. Well, it you also not- lived far from your job. Yes, yeah. but, like, everywhere I've lived, I've had a commute. So right. that wasn't the, pr- like, par- part of that was the problem because my car died. This is, like, the second time we've talked about my cars dying. <laughs> my piece of shit cars. Um, my, my first car was 500 bucks, so whatever. Um, but, like, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't, 
I wasn't able to fully see who I was until I was able to decide right. who, I, who I wanted to be and who I actually was without my family, without my mom and my brother being there all the time. Although I love them both. Like I needed to be able to escape and like figure out like if I want to go out and be out till 3am, that's when I want to go out and be out till 3am and mm. I don't have to answer to someone. Yeah. And I think for me, it was different because I didn't have the college experience where I went away and I was able to uh, like live in a dorm or live off campus or anything like that. So I think that that's why for me, that point in my life was so important because I needed to be able to be like, what do you want to do? I still don't know what I want to do, but mm-hmm. I needed to like push myself to be like yeah. more independent and pay my own bills. There's nothing, honestly, there's nothing wrong with living at home. I want to say it again, but at the same time, you're always going to find an identity in that. Yeah, that's true. I just think whatever circumstance you're in, like, you know what's best for you. Um, But also you learn from each of those experiences, right? Like I lived in North Carolina away from my support system and that was not an easy task, but... I made it work with what I got and cost of living looked very different there, mm-hmm. but I had to like dump in money to pay for specific deposits. Cause my credit wasn't built yet. Um, like my house was fairly cheap, but the bills associated with it was probably like very similar to the rent that I pay now possibly. So like, it just depends on the circumstances. Um, but yeah, I agree. adulting isn't easy. I need lots of puppies. To help me with it. Me too. Just get a puppy farm. Puppy mill. No. I want (laughs) to save them all. All right. I want to thank you guys for um, being here again and recording these episodes. Yeah, it was such a long drive back. Do you? It was such a long drive back over here, you know? Two hours. Just, you know, I'm committed <laughs> You're ridiculous. We actually walked five hours to get here. Yeah. My car broke down again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this time in a more warm dinner. place. <laughs> I do not. Anyways, uh, I love you both. Are there any last parting no. words you want to give everyone? Do you have any? No. I got nothing. She got nothing, y'all. You can find her uh, on Instagram at Marijuana. And you can find Nicole on... Facebook. On Facebook. Face page. At Face page. Uh, It's Nicole Pratt 13, I think. You think? Yeah, I think... I I literally watch puppy videos and cry. (laughs) That's what I do on Facebook. Um, But I guess my last parting words is like... Obviously, everybody has their own path, and, like, we each have hardships, um, but it makes it a little bit easier when you have your friends. 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 Friends or friends. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Whatever situation you're in, you will figure, figure it out, and, you know, adulting's hard. That's basically it. Being it an adult is, is hard. Motivational speeches. That's why they're motivational to get you motivated. And this is one of those topics. Is it? Is it a dogs all day? Yeah, do it. All right. There are no jobs for petting dogs all day. Yeah. (laughs)
I was like, this is weird. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we are out. Bye. Jesus.